86 wins got you an AL wildcard spot last season. Now, the Halos had 73 wins, and today we're going to find those 13 wins, 13 potential games that could have gone our way that would have given us a wildcard spot. Today we're going to prove that the Angels are not that far away from the playoffs. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. Thank you to those that already have. It's so fun to see what you think about the show. And those watching on YouTube, you can help the show out with a like, a comment, a subscription, and you can click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Thanks for being here with us for this edition of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Mike, we've got a quick announcement regarding this afternoon and the announcement of the AL MVP that's happening on MLB Network. Hey, we're going to go live on YouTube, so Friday's episode will be our live that we do this afternoon on YouTube. We want you to be there. Join us in the comments section. We'll be able to see all your thoughts and feelings. It's going to be our first live on YouTube, so if there's some uh, some sketchiness <laughs> or some some mistakes there, please just bear with us. Uh, but we're excited to do it, and we hope that you are too, and we'll get our initial reactions. We'll get your reactions to the announcement of the AL MVP. Of course, Shohei Otani is up for the award against Aaron Judge and your Don Alvarez. It's really kind of a two-horse race there, Mike. So we'll right. see what the announcement is. We hope you'll join us live on YouTube this afternoon, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern. So we know that you're listening all over the world and all across the country. But yes, 3 p.m. West Coast time, 6 p.m. East Coast time. That West Coast bias, hopefully it plays in really hard with uh, Shohei Otani, and he wins that MVP. I know he was fourth in the Cy Young, and so... I guess that's all right, right? He wasn't in the top three. Uh, Interesting conversation uh, if he wins, and it'll be an interesting conversation if he doesn't win. But a conversation we're going to have today, Johnny, I think is really important for the team Mm -hmm. moving forward because you and I are convinced that the Angels are not that far away from a playoff spot. Now, if you're listening or if you're watching and you're thinking we're ridiculous, let us explain. It was 86 (laughs) wins that got you a wild card spot in the American League last season. That was the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. The Angels had 73, but the gap was actually not so significant. It's 13 wins, and you and I have gone through 13 games in this last season. We've done all the heavy lifting, we've done all the work, (laughs) and now we're going to turn in our work and allow you to grade us, but we think that we have found 13 games that if just one thing went our way, it could have been a win, and we perhaps would have been in the playoffs. These games are a combination of bullpen struggles, a combination of offensive struggles, and of course, there was a there was a time where Joe Madden was our manager and we all know how much he frustrated us with his decisions. So each of these have a combination of both or they have one of those things that was significant during that game. So we're going to figure out if these games would be winnable Mm -hmm. for us as the Angels. Yeah, and we're going to start with our favorite term, the bullpen. Of course, they cause us pain (laughs) when they can't hold a lead and we're going to begin the conversation there and we're going to start on May 14th, Mike, 
all the okay. way back in May when we were riding high on we the were good. thrill of winning. <laughs> and this game came against the A's. It was the first game of a doubleheader. The Angels yep. led 3-1 to one on the back of a Jonathan Diaz start and, of course, yep. the bullpen. You have Rysel come in to close out the game. That's what he was paid for. That's what he's here to do. Somebody we really counted on in 21 to shut the door at the end of the game. Rysel Iglesias came in, gave up two hits, three runs, yeah. and a walk. He had two outs and a pinch hitter. Luis Barrera hit a three-run home run. And this is a game that Rysel normally closes a 3-1 to game, and unfortunately, that's a game that we missed out on, a win that could have ended up being very valuable to us as one of the 13 games. Yeah, because they, they would have swept that series because right. they won 3 of 4 in that series, and right. so they could have won all four. Let me take you to May 18th, John, mm-hmm. and see if you can find out the trend here. This is a game against Texas. We lost 6-5, to and... Rysel blew the save in this game. Mm-hmm. And the really hard part about this game is that Otani had a really strong start in this game. So not only did it go against the Angels and we lost this game, but Otani would have gotten a win here, a win that maybe puts him in the top three for Cy Young voting and maybe actually helps his MVP case. But Rysel blew this game as well. May 18th, we lost 6-5 to five to the Texas Rangers. How about these? these this was a series... Against the Blue Jays, May 27th, the 28th, and the 29th against Toronto. The first game, we had a start from your guy, Chase Silseth. You really like him. He went four and a third, and he got pulled while the team was leading. Silseth, you know, of course, coming up from double A, not going to get much length out of him, but a decent start, especially when you're leading against the Toronto offense of Vladdy Jr. and Bo Bichette and those guys. The second game came out as a six to five loss. Kyle Bearclaw lost that game. Remember Kyle Bearclaw? <laughs> I remember him. Yeah, he pitched Can't like a Bearclaw. <laughs> and the third game, oh so close, an eleven to ten loss against Whew. the Blue Jays. Yep. Ryan Tapera and Jose Quijada blew the lead in the eighth inning. Was this this was the series where we saw Juan Lagares make some errors? Right? Didn't he yes. just come up? And yeah. they had just put him on a minor league deal, and then they brought him up and. We're like, oh, well, you know, he's not going to hit, but he's got great defense. Well, that went out the window in this Toronto series. He didn't hit series. or have great defense. <laughs> he didn't do anything. So the key to the first yeah. game, Aaron Loop gave up that lead that Chase Silseth started with. And the key to the last two games, no Rysel Iglesias when it mattered the most against the Toronto Blue Jays. So right there is a weekend series of three games that yeah. you could have easily had in the bag and help your cause at the end of the season. I'm going to go to June 2nd, John. This is against the Yanks. And we always play the Yankees really, really well. And mm-hmm. this was when they were in the midst of uh, of their hot streak and then they started to cool off a bit. Uh, we lost this game 2-1. to one, And here's what's so frustrating. It was a great start from Reed Detmers. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the bullpen actually held the game. They led one to nothing going into the eighth inning. Mm. And then Ollie Ortega came in in the eighth inning and, and gave up the lead. Now, why was he in there, Johnny? Mm. Because the bullpen was used incorrectly in mm. this game. They uh, brought in Aaron Loop, who only pitched two-thirds of an inning. But he, he pitched really well, no hits, no runs. And then Tapera pitched a full inning, no hits and no runs but then when the eighth inning hit they didn't want to bring Rysel in so they brought in Ollie Ortega sure. and he ended up blowing the game giving up two two runs and the Angels ended up losing this game 
two to one. Yeah, Ortega in the eighth there just was not a reliable choice at that point. So yeah. those those right there are six wins, Mike, that we just discussed. Six yeah. wins if the bullpen had been able to do their job. And because there's 13, we've got a few more to go that would have gotten us to 86 wins on the season. And we'll get to those in just a minute. Coming up on Locked on Angels, we'll share about three games where one run could have changed everything for us. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you thought about securing your home with a home security system, but you've been putting it off, you'll want to listen up because right now, Locked On Angel listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. And here's why getting security now is so important. During the holiday season, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts, they, they spike nationally and Simply Safe will give you the protection that you need with simply safe you get hd security cameras inside and out plus advanced sensors for every room window and door along with hazard sensors that detect fires floods and other threats for your home with a top rated simply safe app being safe is convenient and easy you can stay in complete control of your system anytime anywhere you can arm disarm unlock the door for guests, access your cameras, or adjust your system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system Locked On recommends. Get 50% off your Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't miss it. Don't wait. It's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. And remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. And for your second listen today, head on over to Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, like the AL MVP announcement and the NL MVP announcement later today, get beyond the scoreboard and go behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today is available on this app. YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We are in the middle of finding 13 wins for the Halos to get them to 86 wins. They finished the season last season with 73 wins, and we think that these games that we have pointed out would actually be potentially winnable games for the Halos. Now, mm-hmm. Johnny, just prepare yourself, all right? Mm-hmm. Because the following games were were some of Joe Madden's final games, and, <laughs> and these were games that he overmanaged, where he exhausted and depleted the bullpen. So why don't you take us to June 5th against the Phillies, Jonathan? Yeah, this is a game against the Phillies that the Angels lost 9-7. to This one was a heartbreaker because not only were the Angels leading 6-2, to two, the Phils tied it up at 6 off of a, was it a Bryce Harper Grand Slam in that game? Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. And so the Halos, took, me. the Halos actually took back the lead in the ninth inning, Mike. It was 7-6, to six, and Joe yep. Madden had Patrick Sandoval start this game, but he pulled him very early. That was one thing that we were always upset about was the quick hook on the starters. So Patrick yep. Sandoval went four and two-thirds that game, and then he was pulled. And then Rysel had to go one and a third inning and ended up giving up the walk-off three-run home run to Bryson Stott, the rookie. Yep. Obviously, he became a, a big piece of the Phillies lineup this season. But at that point, he was still a rook, 
and uh, he's hitting a three-run shot off of our closer, so right. that was not a fun feeling at all. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to take you to June 6th, 7th, and 8th, but let uh-huh. me just talk about the first game. We lost one nothing to the Red Sox. Remember, this is in the midst of our losing streak. Yes. And the key to this game, Johnny, was the top of the lineup got on base, but guess what the bottom of the lineup couldn't do? Hmm. anything they couldn't do anything <laughs> now if you were to go back and look at the lineup though this was one of our triple a lineups right like four a's Quad this a? was like <laughs> yes this was like jose rojas lineup oh gosh and it was Juan after Magaris. game <laughs> yeah those two guys were in it was after game one on june 6th that madden was actually fired and mm. so then game two came along phil nevin was the manager and it was a game that we potentially were close to winning. We actually led 5-3 to three after a great start from Jose Suarez. Mm-hmm. This was the game that you actually came on this show, Johnny, and said, I loved that Phil Nevin went out and had a conversation with Jose and left him in. Do you remember That's that? Right. I do remember that conversation because we hadn't seen that from Joe Madden. We knew that yeah. if he was walking out... He was going to get the hook to the uh, give the hook to the starter, and that was that. But it was great to see Phil say, "Hey, can you get this last guy?" And Suarez say, "Yeah, I think so." Because yep. prior to that, Suarez was looking over at the bullpen or looking over at the dugout, seeing is the manager coming, is Joe coming, yep. am I getting pulled? When am I getting pulled? And this one was like, "No, give the guy some confidence." And that's exactly what Phil Nevin did there. Yeah, and then Ryan Tapera came in eventually in this game and oh, unfortunately man. gave this one away. And you've mentioned multiple times. That Perry Manassian went and improved the bullpen, but those guys just didn't do what we expected them to do. And this is one of those cases where Tapera didn't do that. Then game three, Johnny, again, another close game. It was one to nothing was this game. We lost one to nothing. The key to this game is Detmers is pitching a gem, Mm -hmm. but he was pulled after four and a third, not by Joe Madden because he was fired, but by Phil Nevin. And Mm. you and I were like, why? Why did you pull him? Don't don't, don't do the Joe playbook. Don't do that. (laughs) No, turn the page. (laughs) But the other issue here was that the Angels just didn't have any offense. They were 0 for 4 with runners in scoring position. And so Mm -hmm. those games were winnable against the Red Sox. I mean, let me go back. Game one, one nothing. Game two, six to five. And game three, one nothing. Nothing, Johnny. It's just games like that that are so frustrating, especially in the middle of a losing streak where Mm -hmm. you know that the game is in reach and you just can't get there. And I think that's what made the losing streak that much more difficult was these were winnable games. You had the chance to win some of them. You had the chance to uh, come back in some of them. That's what made the losing streak so frustrating. You're right. I need a... a, melatonin to calm down i'm getting all those feelings (laughs) from the losing streak back again hey mike on june 14th against the dodgers we lost two to nothing and the angels left six runners in scoring position in this game wow top of the lineup had three hits and a walk they were on base two other times the bottom of the lineup get this zero hits yeah. And no walks. We've yeah. seen that story before. That's a terrible story. That's why we need some offense, right? <laughs> July 3rd is another game that I think we could have had. We played the Astros. We lost 4-2. to two. Mm-hmm. Suarez had a really great start. This was another opportunity for Suarez to really prove himself. Phil had another good conversation with him. But it, it, stop me if I'm a broken record here, Johnny. But Tapera blew the, blew the save, and it was a walk-off <laughs> loss Ugh. in this one. And so those were some games that we think the Angels could have 
pulled in, could have potentially won, including those games and the games from the first segment, this would have gotten us to 83 wins total. Mm -hmm. Now, before we even talk about the next segment and the next wins, Johnny, I think an 83-win season would have been maybe a a season where Joe Madden doesn't get fired. I think we'd be frustrated, Hmm. but I don't think that he gets fired if we win 83 games because you're still over 500. Well, and he got fired so early on because of the losing streak, and some of the games that we talked about were part of that losing streak. Yeah. And if he had stopped the bleeding sooner, if he had made better decisions— Like, I've said it a million times on this podcast. Say it a million Uh, and one. (laughs) (laughs) Four and eight doesn't get you fired. Oh, and 12 gets you fired, right? And and that's what happened to Joe Madden. And he had easily winnable games. I know that still would have sucked to go four and eight over that stretch, but he would have kept his job. I really think he would have kept his job at the end of that. So again, yeah, we, we went through all of these games so far in the show that are opportunities for the Angels to walk away with the win And at this point, with all the games that we've talked about, we'd be at 83, just three away from the 86 that would send them to the American League wildcard this season. Well, Locked on Angels is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your betting info, stats, news, analysis, everything that you need. They got it for you. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer to esports. They've got you covered at BetOnline.net. And of course, you love sports podcasts because you're here. Well, you can find some betting sports podcasts at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Mike, in our last segment today, we're going to talk about the struggling offense that we had and also some pitching struggles that were common, uh, the perfect storm, really, yes. and made up for a combination of why we didn't get these last couple of wins that we're about to talk about right now and would have certainly got us to the American League wild card. Again, we're looking for 13 wins somewhere to get us from 73 to 86. And we certainly have spoken about games where those were within reach. Let's talk about a few more where the hitters and the pitching both had some struggles this season. August 6th against the Mariners. We lost that one two to one. We had seven runners left, not just on base. In scoring position, Mike. Right. Two to one loss to the Mariners, right. who, oh, they get my goat. <laughs> Seven yeah. runners left on base in scoring yeah. position. That is a brutal and easily winnable loss. Yeah, think about this. Like, your runner in scoring position is at second base or at third base. That's that's just a matter of moving the runner over. Mm-hmm. That's just a matter of making contact and grounding out at the, to the right person. Right. Or hitting a sacrifice fly. Yes. And the Angels couldn't do any of that. They no, were they 0 for were 7 with these runners. Yeah, yeah. They had nothing going on. And to think that, that Jeremy Reed made it through the entire year <laughs> is, is still blowing my mind. All right, so Marcus Timms, we're calling you out. It's time to get yes. this offense going. Let me talk about August 24th against the Rays. The team that would actually, we would replace in the wild card, this would be the game. If we were neck and neck with them, this would be the game that we actually could take from them. It was an extra inning game. We lost four to three. Now, here's what's really frustrating about this game. The Halos scored in the ninth, Mm -hmm. and then they scored in the 10th to take Mm -hmm. the lead. (laughs) 
But John, um, let me put my, I can't put my finger on it. How does but, it go? But uh, the the bull pain was yes. a pain in our butt, <laughs> and <laughs> and they blew this game and lost it in extra innings. So this again would have been the game that would have allowed us to take the Rays spot in that wild card slot, and then they would have been knocked out of the playoffs, or at least we would have had one more win than them at this point in the season. It's so frustrating to know that they scored in those extra inning moments because, like in the 10th, you have that ghost runner on, Yep. and the Angels could not deliver with the ghost runner on base. No. Kind of no. like that loss to the Mariners. They couldn't hit a sacrifice fly. They couldn't right. bunt a guy over. They couldn't right. hit a grounder to somebody how, to move How many from- shows have we come on here and just went, but <laughs> and then all of all of you that are listening and watching like the comments on youtube have been fun because it was just why can't they bunt what yeah. happened to this where's what mike Sosha? right like <laughs> they can hold the bat with two hands right good grief right yeah Come uh, let's on. talk about let's talk about october 3rd this is the end of the season mike our last series against the oakland a's in oakland yeah we lost in walk-off fashion to the a's five to four aaron luke fell walk-offs. apart in this game, Halos led four to nothing in this game yep. until the eighth inning. Mike, that's ninety percent of the game. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Why? Why are we even in this position, right? And <laughs> you would think that you're bringing in the guys that you paid a lot of money to to to, to hold the game, and 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 this is just a really. I think this is a perfect game to talk about, like. Yes, we need starters, and I'm glad that we got Tyler Anderson. Yeah, but this is also uh, an announcement that yep. we need bullpen guys, whether we go and get them or we have them in house, like a right. Ben Joyce or like a Chris Rodriguez or an Andrew Wance or an Austin Warren. Mm-hmm. Like th- it's time for these guys to step up because games like this are the reason why the Halos haven't been to the playoffs since 2014. Exactly, and and Aaron Loop is the guy that you paid to do his job this season. And I'll defend Perry until the end of time. He spent money on the bullpen. We were right. always saying, get pitching, get pitching, get pitching. He right. did that. And these guys did not deliver, especially Aaron Loop and Ryan Tapera. Man, they just really fell apart in key moments this season. So it's really unfortunate, especially to lose in walk-off fashion and then yep. also be swept by the A's, who had been so down on their luck all season. All their best players went away. I mean, they still had... You know, Sean Murphy and a few others on the team, but good grief. Like, they didn't have Matt Olson. They didn't have Matt Chapman. They didn't have their starting pitching that they had at the beginning of the offseason. They traded them all away. Yeah. And here we are still getting swept. Here we are losing 5-4 to four because we had a 4 to nothing lead and our bullpen let it go. You know, there's been a lot of commenters, as you and I have been having conversations about what the Angels should do next and what free agent moves that they need to do. I'm worried about signing somebody to the bullpen, especially after last year. Yeah. When you had guys who had a pretty proven track record step into those roles and, and not deliver. It really, it, relievers are so volatile. They're, right. they're always up and down. You never know what you're going to get. But I really think the in-house option of Chris Rodriguez Andrew Wance, Austin Warren, like you mentioned, and some of those guys up from Double A, like let's let's run those guys through the factory and see what happens, rather than splurging on a big reliever. Yes, we need a closer. That would be a great thing to get, but I don't know who to get now. Really, yeah. I mean, yeah. At this point, I just think that you kind of have to close by committee or figure out what you're going to do there. But the bullpen is so volatile, and these games prove that so these are three more games that could have been wins for the angels would have got them to the win total that they needed of 86 to 
make it into the AL wildcard race. And if the Halos get one hit or not give up one hit, things could have been very different. As you saw, there was, these were close yep. games. These yep. were 2-1, to 4-3, to 5-4, to four, those sorts of things. It comes down to just that one big hit, yeah. just that one incredible play that stops a run from scoring. Like That changes the entire game. And that's what's so enjoyable about baseball, but it's also what's so frustrating about Angels baseball. And I hope that we have more of those moments this season. And hopefully today you've seen through the games that Mike and I have shown you that the Angels, despite their record, we're not that far away from the playoffs at the end of the day. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. The almost playoff team, Locked On Angels. <laughs> and for your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. They're sharing some of the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day. They're available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, give us a follow at Locked On Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. It's the best way to connect with the show and connect with Mike and I. And also, if you're on YouTube, feel free to comment below. Once again, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, AL MVP announcement. We're going to do a live YouTube show. And if you're not able to make it, no worries. We'll have that episode up for you. And if you're an audio listener, we'll have that on the other side for you on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your yep. podcasts, yep. that audio version of the episode will be shrunk down and edited, obviously, and, and put out there on the audio side for you on Friday morning. So get ready for that. We hope that you'll join us in the chat on the YouTube live. Again, bear with us. It's our first one. So uh, if anything goes wrong, I'm blaming you, Mike. Uh, Well, you know what? I'll take the blame because I'm the older brother. But nothing's going to go wrong because we're locked on angels. And we're either going to be celebrating a Shohei Otani MVP announcement or we're going to demand a recount because it's rigged. (laughs) (laughs) It's rigged and it's not true. Unless Otani wins. (laughs) Unless Otani wins. But if he doesn't, that's not my MVP. (laughs) It sounds like like, uh, Tuesday two weeks ago, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh brother. All right everybody, we hope you'll join us at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern on YouTube right here on Lockdown Angels. Until then, my name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. See you this afternoon, evening for the AL MVP announcement. We hope you'll join us.